Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jealousy is a feeling that often lurks in the shadows of our minds. From comparing ourselves to others on social media to feeling envious of a friend's success, jealousy can keep us stuck in a cycle of negativity. Join us as we unpack why jealousy is such a common emotion for women and explore how we can navigate it with honesty, a little humor, and maybe a little empathy. You're listening to Honest Women, the podcast for every woman who's trying to juggle the relationships, roles, and responsibilities that come with modern womanhood and finding it all just a little harder than she thought it would be. We're your hosts, Andrea Berkeley and Jessica Hutchison, your new besties who just happen to be therapists. And while we believe that life is hard and there's no tip or trick that will solve that, it does get just a little bit easier when we can be real with each other and talk about it honestly. You're listening to Honest Women. Hello, Andrea. Hi, Jess. How are you? I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, I think so. You know what my first thought was when we started (laughs) talking about jealousy or how we were going to talk about jealousy? My first thought was, I am not jealous of you right now. I know. Yeah. Tell our listeners a little bit. We are trying to survive the plague. Um, (laughs) Currently, the plague is some combination of potential general flu and stomach flu. The best way I can describe it is that we've experienced like that scene in The Exorcist. I didn't watch The Exorcist, but everyone's seen that scene. And this is not one, but many members of my family. I've considered, I'm like, how can I capture this? And I will just say to our listeners that everyone in my family has been equipped with a garbage bag that they are required to carry (laughs) around in case of, I don't know, explosion. Girl, I just... I can't right now. I feel no. better than I have for a couple of days, Thank so God. that's good. And I hope we're turning a corner, but I just think of all of the parents, all of the mamas out there who know what this is like. We are just like, I am beat down by the disgusting, nasty, soul-crushing experience of caring for sick children. It's so bad. Yeah. Especially when it is vomit-related. That's right. the worst. So nasty. I know. I work with a lot of moms of littles, and I, I feel like I have PTSD from when my kids were little and they would just be sick. It was like month after month after month. And I will see some of my mamas just going through it. And you just think like, what words can I offer? You know, except I'm so sorry. (laughs) There's no words of encouragement other than, ooh. That's right. Yeah. No, like this too shall pass because it will, but then another sickness will follow. That's what happens. At least we're to the age where I hope we're we're done for a while. When they were little, we were never done. No, no, no. One after another. As we start talking about jealousy, because it's also with it being the new year, I've also been looking probably too much at social media stuff and been Mm -hmm. feeling really jealous and envious and of everybody who apparently has their shit together, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I obviously thought I would have my shit together by now and I don't. Sorry to use you here, friend, but I was like, ooh, okay, I don't feel jealous of that. <laughs> I know. You're like, there's plenty 
plenty of people I feel that jealousy so about, much. but it's but not her. No, no it's not Andrea. Not, not her Andrea. At all. Not today. Well, not today, yeah. at least. No. I'm like, oh, thank God I don't feel jealous of Andrea today. It'd be a I really mean, hard episode. Right. Totally. <laughs> this whole topic kind of stemmed from a I get a weekly email from the great <laughs> James Clear, who's the author of the number one selling book on Amazon last year, Atomic Habits. It's number one right now again. Did it's you hear, did number you one that? still became number one again because of the new year. Of course. So everyone, it Brilliant was a, marketing. I know I got it. Yeah. I too get James Clear's emails and it said something. The hook was, um, I never thought I'd be writing this. I'm like, oh no, James, tell me. I saw that. I, know, I opened that it, it and I was like, oh, that yep. sounds exciting. But yeah. then did again. you feel jealous? I Yes. I, I have. I confessed earlier that I'm jealous of James Clear. Totally, me too. He's. I mean, he wrote is... he wrote a book that continues to be number one in Amazon and gets referred to. And then people like me read, this is what got me thinking about this topic of jealousy because it, it was from a different standpoint. I might butcher this individual's last name. I'm going to try to say it. Maybe you can help me with it. Mm. Entrepreneur and investor Naval Ravikant. That's what, that looks good to me. Naval, if you listen to our podcast... Tell me if I said your name right. The great Naval said on jealousy, when I was young, I had a lot of jealousy in me. I learned to get rid of it. It still crops up every now and then. It's such a poisonous emotion because at the end of the day, you're no better off. You're unhappier and the person you're jealous of is still successful or good looking or whatever they are. I realized that all these people that I was jealous of, I couldn't just cherry pick and choose little aspects of their life. I couldn't say I want his body. I want her money. I want his personality. You have to be that person. Do you want to actually be that person with all of their reactions, their desires, their family, their happiness level, their outlook on life, their self-image? If you're not willing to do a wholesale 24-7, 100% swap with who that person is, then there is no point in being jealous. Mic drop. Yeah. Kind of a mic drop moment though, right? Yes. What's it like it is? That was like the final word. If you're not willing to do everything 100%, well then don't be jealous essentially is kind of how it reads. Here's why it had me thinking is it offered a different way of looking at it. And that's kind of where this idea. So I want to talk about and kind of unpack jealousy a little bit here. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a little bit about Andrea, about your experience with jealousy or what it means to you. Can I get a little like word nerdy here? You totally can. Thank you. I I know. I can't do it otherwise. Okay. I can't do it otherwise. When I hear the word jealousy, that to me stirs up like that feeling that you'd have if your romantic relationship was threatened. And that's one very particular thing. When I hear what this author or what the quote said about jealousy, I actually think of envy, which is a feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck, or the desire to have a quality possession or other desirable attribute belonging to someone else. That is not me. That is dictionary.com. So I just like, I want to say, well, I sounded so smart and I was like, I'm going to own up. <laughs> I just wanted to say that as we talk about jealousy, I'm, I want to use that to encapsulate envy because I 
I think that's a little bit more what we're talking about or what I'm talking about. Although I have thoughts on jealousy too. So so there's two different meanings essentially. Yes. Kind of use them interchangeably. Yes. In popular culture, for sure. Yeah. We use my understanding of jealousy often has a lot more negative connotation to it yeah. than envy. I think we use jealousy when we really should use envy a lot in pop yeah. culture. Yeah. There's a lot more resentment towards the person right. with jealousy versus envy. There isn't that hostility towards that yeah. resentfulness towards the person. So I to- I agree with you. I think we could totally word nerd this out mm-hmm. because jealousy gets used in the place of envy quite often. Right. And I actually think that like when I try to think about those two things, how I w- would approach them is a little bit different because I actually think I disagree. By Tell me the more. Way. With this, okay, you disagree and all all through 2024 so far. I got on a tear at the very beginning, it. and I this is just who I am now. I just disagree with everything, and it's glorious. So I love it. I actually think first that the idea that you would feel a feeling, whether it be jealousy or, or envy, and then just rid yourself of it is baloney. Totally agree. Not at all the goal. And then I think that jealousy or envy actually can be very useful, but just in different ways. That's why I need to word nerd because otherwise I won't, I'll be like, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's it's very complicated in my brain. Honestly, I think a lot of times where I will end up feeling the most envy is when I spend too much time on social media. Yes. It's yes. a big one for me where you're kind of getting that glimpse. And from that lens, I think that's where I connected with this quote. When you're looking at social media specifically, yeah. you're getting just a glimpse right? Just little glimpse pieces of somebody's life, but we automatically, and I know I hear it inside my office. I'm curious if you do too. For sure. Yeah, right? People come in and they will say, you know, looking at my friend or family or whatnot, and they have, their life is so wonderful. Yes. Well, how do you know their family is so wonderful? Well, look at this trip they went on or this Mm -hmm. vacation or this kid was valedictorian or this kid got into, you know, an Ivy League school. Their life is wonderful. And our brains truly attach these narratives to people's lives without actually knowing all the pieces, the variables. Right. Right. Yes. You've captured something so smart here. I think envy is really fueled by those little glimpses because the the quote that you read by Naval. We're just going to be on a first name basis now. He's right that that's like just one little piece of the story. The thing you feel jealousy about, it's just, it's a snapshot, right? It's just one tiny little piece. And so when we get this glimpse into somebody else's life or one aspect of their life, we don't have a sense of what things are really like. And honestly, with social media, we, it's not even that we don't have a full picture. It's that we don't necessarily have a real picture. For sure. Right. Haven't you taken a cute picture of your family in a moment that that was like a total shit show that like maybe you were feeling every professional family picture. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> In the season after getting all those holiday cards, which I still love. I just know. Still I mean, do I still love them. <laughs> I still have them up in my house. I just know that. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Those days are usually a shit show, but I'm going to post the picture And someone who sees that goes, God, look at her beautiful family. And I do have a beautiful family. They're wonderful. I'm a big fan. But that moment wasn't even how it appeared. Yeah, we don't have the whole backstory that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. And I find in my office and also with myself that it it is more information in my brain that supports me not doing enough. Mm -hmm. And I hear that from women 
in my office all the time looking at not even just social media, just at school, right? Or in the stores. This person can get up and get ready every day. Well, Mm -hmm. this person is growing their business. This person went back to work. This person decided to have another baby. What is wrong with me? Why can't I? And that's where I see envy kind of turn a little bit into jealousy where there Mm -hmm. is then resentment towards sometimes self. Right. I also think that there can, this can manifest as a sense of powerlessness. A big question Mm -hmm. that we have, I know we're going to get into it, is like, so you feel this, what next? And where I think it becomes really problematic is looking at, for example, this is one that comes up all the time in my office and it's come up for me before. I will own it. Okay. You go on social media and you see pictures of a group of friends together and you start to feel like, why wasn't I invited? Sometimes there's really good reasons. The funniest one that like this haunted me so much, a somebody else's 40th birthday. This was a few years ago. And there's this whole group of friends, some of whom I know a little bit and some of whom I don't know that much. But we did not know the the birthday person. Very passing acquaintance. But I'm seeing these pictures and I'm feeling left out. And I'm feeling like, what's wrong with me that we weren't, we're not on that party bus? I mean, I had to work through that. You didn't know the person? No. That is fantastic. Why was I not invited to this party of this person right. that I don't even know? Right. I felt really bad, right? But I think that part of what happens is that in that instance, especially, people can start to feel powerless. Mm-hmm. I see everybody else has a group of girlfriends or people I don't know. Why don't I? I and why don't I and there's nothing I can do about it. Ooh, that's such a good viewpoint and it's mm-hmm. true and I feel that. And do experience that. It physically manifests in my body, Mm. like a tightness. I think I learned this in a a somatic experiencing training somewhere along the way. But a lot of the feeling in the chest is a fear-based response. And Mm. so I kind of start to think of, okay, what am I afraid of when I feel it in my chest? Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. That's just what I remember from the training mm-hmm. however long ago. But it works for me. A lot of times when I start to experience envy and or jealousy, I feel it in my chest. It's interesting when you talk about powerlessness mm-hmm. because powerlessness would feel in my chest or I think others would feel in this chest. This yeah. It's a fear-based response. I don't have control. Right. Or I can't get there or I missed the boat. A little bit, like it's over, kind of. You know, what I start to do, I notice when I feel these feelings, I don't notice my body at all. I start to try, I start to ruminate. Oh, so you go straight to your brain. I do. I'm sure that there's something going on in my body. I just don't know what that is. Like I would have to slow down and notice in the moment. Tell me more about that. Wait, what happens? I'm genuinely curious as the person who feels it in my body and like almost disassociates from my brain. Yeah. Where I want it. Like what is your, what does your brain say? It's trying to figure out why do they have that thing and why don't I? And then sometimes it's also trying to say like, don't feel that way Mm -hmm. or going, you know, trying to rationalize with myself. But first it's like, why do they have that? And I don't, we feel our own But then we look over and we go, it looks so effortless. 
it looks so abundant and we feel that we're very different than other people. And then you go, how, how, how? And that that's the thing where I, what my brain starts doing. How is it possible? Yeah, your, your brain's trying to make sense of it. Mm-hmm. And as we know, as therapists, that's what our brain does. Has to right. find the why. Right. And it will look for evidence to support whatever that why is right. that we think it is. It comes back to, I think it's starting to go, what am I doing wrong or what do I need to do differently? Bingo. And that's what my brain's spinning on. Well, and think about how irrational then that becomes. Totally. For all of us. Right. Jealousy and envy. Okay. So we see somebody even dressed nicely at school. Mm -hmm. Why can they get dressed every morning? How do they have the energy to get up and get dressed and look so nice? Then we attach a belief to it, right? Because they are better than me. Right. Because they get up earlier. Because they Mm -hmm. can. Because they can sleep at night. And then that becomes our reality. And I can see, I would say that envy can easily become jealousy. Maybe envy is where we start and it can transfer into jealousy where all of a sudden you're feeling resentful about some mom that you see at the grocery store or your neighbor or a family friend without even knowing anything about their backstory because we don't see the struggle. Totally. And I think what happens is that we don't credit what resources they have. And what I mean is, it's kind of like the village thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like you go, how is it possible that both of them are working like that and you know their kids still get to here and there? Well, you don't know. They have the money to pay for the help. They have the grandma that comes over four times a week. They have the this, they have the that. We don't know what resources they have. So we just attribute it to them as they are better than me. As if they have the exact same hand that they're playing and you're just playing yours wrong. I think that that's how it comes up. And if we just go that far, that's where it's like a negative experience. Agree. Because if at that point we go, well, I was dealt a bad hand or I, you know, I just don't, I'm not as good as they are. We make excuses. Right. Excuses might not be the right word. Sometimes excuses, we justify it. Right. Yeah. Or if we become powerless there or we just become have ill will towards them and it doesn't lead us anywhere. It's kind of like just a bad, useless experience. Oh, for sure. It just feels icky. Mm -hmm. It doesn't Mm -hmm. go anywhere good. And it really does. It can be all consuming. And then when we're holding on to it, then we're going to see it even more. Right. It becomes right. almost addictive in nature. Totally. And that space can make you really feel not grateful for what you have. Oh, for sure. Because the focus is on what you don't have. Right. Well, and you start to see your own circumstances, your own relationships, your own resources, whatever, through a dark lens. It's a negative emotion, right? right. It's a negative right. feeling. Right. You know what I started thinking about too, especially because I feel like I hear women talk about Mm -hmm. envy and jealousy. Doesn't mean men don't feel it. I just hear it more from women. I started thinking about just classical conditioning with Mm -hmm. girls and my own daughter and not as raising a daughter and a son. And I think there will be lots more episodes on the differences. With that is how often we use the word jealousy with young girls. Yeah. They're being mean to you because they're jealous of you. And I can't help, and that's not going to be a discussion that we can dive too far into today, but I started thinking about as women how jealousy has been kind of pushed 
and talked about for us since we were really young. Yes, for sure. It's a part of how we are taught that we relate to others. But I also just think that one big difference between men and women, stereotypically, is that women tend to be the more social creatures and we tend to be more observant. So I think since we're the ones that are holding those like relational ties, I guess, we just, we look out more. And we do, we're always trying to make sure I'm in, I'm as like I'm on par basically with other people. I I do think that there's just, I just think men don't see it. Men don't see it as much. Or I think they have a easier time. And again, we're generalizing and stereotyping here based on, I think we can base it on all our couples work throughout the years. That's really where it's coming from. I find that oftentimes men are also just more problem solution oriented. I like that. I want it. How am I going to get it? They don't necessarily apply as much emotion to it as women do. I can't have it. I'm never going to. I suck. I'm terrible versus how can I get there? And I also just think men tend to ruminate less, less emotional. With jealousy and envy, I totally agree with you. So one area that we haven't talked about yet that I feel like since we're just laying it out there, because I think this is important, I feel a lot of jealousy around other people's professional success. Oh, ditto. And and because this is a slightly different tint, I want to explore this for a minute and then and I think this leads us into like, so what next, right? Now what? What I notice is that, so I've always wanted to write a book. Mm-hmm. And when I see other people, especially people in my niche, like people who are also therapists or do mental health stuff, coming out with their book deal or their book was published or they're opening the box with their books in it, I feel tremendous jealousy. And I do start to feel like I will never have that. How did she get that? She's just better than me. Or she's figured out something that I will never figure out. You know, like there's just, I I can almost start to attribute some of that to luck. And it's not just the the books, it's like the speaking, it's the Instagram following, it's the, you know, all, it's the public, whatever, persona, it's the being interviewed, all of these things. Just lay it all out there because these are things that I want. Oh, yeah. And I've tried to just ingest or digest a little bit that what I'm looking at is often someone's five or 10 years of hard work. But I'm looking at the fruit of the labor that somebody put in over a long period of time. And I'm comparing that to where I am where I haven't started. And it feels so far, right? I'm so far from where they are. Well, yeah, of course, because I haven't started. Or I've just, I'm at the very beginning of what I'm trying to accomplish. And for me, it doesn't help. Like the feeling of jealousy still comes up. Mm -hmm. And I want it to come up. I allow it to come up. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But that's one of the things that helps me to ground again once I've felt the feeling and I've made some meaning out of it. It's, are you comparing apples and oranges? I love that you. You brought that up that oftentimes we're comparing our today to somebody's five years from now, right? Right. And there's not very many people who know we're actually recording this on my dad's birthday. And I just have to tell you that he, I have a letter from my dad that I actually blew up one of the letters he wrote me and I have it in my office. And I just have to read you one line because it speaks to exactly what you just said. And it made me think of it. And I just feel like it's a sign that I need to honor him right now. Realize that the journey from here to there will never be complete, such as life. Have compassion for the distance between where you are now and where you are going next. Remember, where you are now is a goal from a former moment in time. Oh, 
I just had to. Oh my God, so wise. As soon as you were saying that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just have to read that line because it is so true that what we forget about is where we are in the present moment is often a goal that we have set for ourselves in the past. It's so true. That we've achieved. And it's hard because I have to remind myself, we all have to remind ourselves that we are not usually comparing apples to apples. Right. Even with relationships, even with possessions, we're just, we're not all in the same spot, you know? Not everyone's in the spot we think they're in, A, and B. We're just, we're not at the same point in our lives, in our journeys. And I think this is where jealousy or envy This is where we can go, actually, this could be really useful for me. I feel this feeling flare up when I see someone's book deal. It reminds me that this is a dream that I have, that this is something I really fundamentally want. And if I can allow that feeling to exist and work through it, just write it out without judging it and trying to push it down or being like, this is where Naval and I... This is where you guys do not agree. We do not agree. This idea of learning to get rid of your jealousy, fuck that. Learn to notice it and to allow it and then say, what is this telling me that I want? Because for me, it's really clear. And so then I can reverse engineer a little bit, can say those things to myself once I've ridden that wave of the emotion without judging it, without trying to squash it. I can say like, okay, well, first of all, you don't know all the circumstances. Are you comparing your very first step to their five-year step? And if you were taking the steps between here and five years from now, could you also be in that spot, right? I completely agree with you on that. And I love looking at it from a place of curiosity, which you and I both talk about quite often. I like the quote because I think you can go two ways with jealousy and envy. I think you can lean into it. Mm-hmm. depending on what it is you're jealous about or envious about. So from a business or professional standpoint, 100%, I think, leaning into it. And a lot of times when you lean into it, you can learn yeah. from that person. Oftentimes, the person that I find myself envious of or jealous of is where I want to be. Well, mm-hmm. shoot, they probably have a lot to teach me if they're where I want to be. But if I continue to be jealous of it and just ignore it, well, then I'm also letting go of any ability to learn from them or to grow from them. The side that I do like the quote is there's a couple things I've seen on social media and in my my personal life where I was able to look at it from the lens of, do I want everything mm-hmm. about this individual, their desires, their family, their happiness, their outlook? And it was a hard no. Right. It was one aspect. So I feel like with some of the petty stuff that I can get caught up in, I'm human. That one, that's where I liked that quote with the pettiness, with the professional or kind of those goal-driven areas. Totally agree from the place of leaning in and learning from them or figuring out what it is that drives that. Jealousy or envy. Yeah, I think that can be part of the grounding. So if we use the jealousy or envy to first reveal like what's important to us, what we desire, and then we we allow it. That's the biggest thing for me. Let it be there. Don't judge it. Don't try to squash it. What is it that I am desiring? Okay, great. Okay. And do I want to sit here going, I wish we could trade? I 
No, no. I don't wish we could trade, right? I just want circumstances half the time. No idea. You have no idea. Remember I said I had a jealousy versus envy scenario. I just want to like throw this in here. So I think of jealousy, like I said, about uh, really relationally. I think sometimes that envy will pop up when you look at somebody else's marriage or somebody else's whatever, family, someone else's relationship. It will pop up and you'll go, oh, so-and-so's husband is so fill in the blank. So attentive. So, you know, so romantic, right? I think that sometimes what we forget because we just get too used to what we've got is that mm. if if someone else came after my man, I would be full of jealousy, full of it. I would be like, Ooh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be like back off my man. I'd be like, he's mine. <laughs> All I of a sudden. Watch it. Oh, I know. Don't. No. You, you don't. I would go very. I'm kidding. I don't want to watch it. Just no. kidding. Don't do it. I would be very <laughs> Jersey Shore. It's fine. I I just think that sometimes jealousy, that feeling that rises up of like, that's mine, can actually point you to not what you long for, but what you value. Oh, I like that. So you actually just gave jealousy a little bit of a positive spin and I dig it. I sure did. That fire that's in your belly, like in some ways, when you're comparing yours to somebody else's, think about if that was taken away from you. How would you feel? If you would feel that fire, maybe it shows that like what you've got is very valuable to you. You just just have habituated to it. I like it. Word nerd party time. Word nerd Excellent. party. Woohoo! <laughs> we did it. Word word. To the women listening, as we wrap up, it's clear that jealousy can have a powerful grip if we allow it. It's like that annoying friend who won't stop texting, constantly demanding attention and stirring up a little drama. But here's the twist: we can take back the reins. Instead of letting jealousy call the shots, we can use it as a cue to reflect on what really matters to us. So here's to laughing in the face of jealousy and taking charge of our own narratives. Thanks for joining us today on the Honest Women Podcast. If you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way, you'll never miss out on our honest conversation. We're all about spreading the love, so why not share the podcast with the amazing women in your life? You know, the ones who would appreciate knowing they are not alone. For more behind-the-scenes fun and updates, follow us on Instagram at Honest Women Podcast. We'd love to connect with you there. Got something to say? We are all ears. Drop us a line at hello at honestwomenpodcast.com or visit our website at www.honestwomenpodcast.com. Your feedback means the world to us.